Welcome to the Indoor Tailgate. I am your host, Adam Geyer, here with the boys, Anthony and Michael. We have been away, but we're back like we never left. We're going to get into uh, the playoff picture today. We're going to talk about some job openings going forward and maybe run through a little bit of uh, the draft order so far with the playoffs being set. All right, so let's let's start with Anthony. Talk about some of the coaching jobs that just came available. So I believe there are a total of about eight coaching jobs available right now. Uh, with the Raiders and Jags, when they kicked it off during the season, uh, they still have their interim coaches, but I don't think that they'll keep them into next season. Maybe the Raiders will, considering they just made the playoffs. Um Broncos, Vikings, Bears, Texans, Giants, and Dolphins are all looking for either a new head coach, new GM, or both. Um, probably the biggest surprise out of this one was uh, Brian uh, Flores getting fired out of Miami after winning, what, the last seven? You know, he starts the season one and seven and finishes on a seven-game win streak with, honestly – not that great of a team. I like Tua, but I don't know if he's going to be that future. I don't think Miami even knows if he's going to be the future. But under Flores, they had two winning seasons um, in three in his, his three years there and finished with a 24-25 and 25 record. So I think that is – I don't think it's a – I don't think he should have been fired. I think they should have given him another year, give him a full four. But that's that was probably the biggest surprise there. I don't know if you have any other thoughts on that one. No, I a hundred percent agree. I was shocked to see, you know, you saw that team really play around, play for him. You know, he I thought he was one of the the best coaches, you know, young coaches out there. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to see there was one of the the Texans are supposedly like eyeing to get him. So he's going to get another job. Yeah. And I think he easily. deserves it. Yeah, definitely. I, I, you know, honestly with the Texans, I think that would be a pretty good fit. Um, I just, I feel bad for, for whoever takes over in Houston because they're just taking on just a complete dumpster fire of a team. Um, and I don't think was in Cooley. Was that his name? I don't remember his name. Yeah, Coley. I, I feel yeah. so bad. He, The guy's 66 years old. He's going to make 20, I think it was like $25 million. He made five mil this year, and he's got a three-year, 17 mil guaranteed left. And they're only, they only had him coach one year. In an yeah, impossible was, situation. You know, you, yeah, you yeah, you give franchise you quarterback. A, yeah, you, you take on a, gar- a literal just garbage team. And you and you don't have your court. You're, you're, you know, yeah, top I've, ten quarterback in the league when he's playing. And I, I felt know? bad because you know the guy's sixty six years old. Finally gets his chance to coach in the NFL, and he's probably not going to get another job after this. Yeah, that really, that really sucks. So that really sucks. Mike, you got anything? Uh, no, just honestly, I'm as shocked as you are when it comes to those two firings. David Coley was kind of really unexpected too. Again, one-year contract. But one thing I gotta say is that, especially with Brian Flores, I mean, they had him at back-to-back winning seasons. Not even like a really a back, big of a roller coaster. It's back-to-back winning seasons. He started off the year one and seven, finished out with an eight and one stretch over the last nine games. I mean, he was making this team you know fight for everything they had. I and mean, eventually, when they got out of the playoffs, they figured, all right, whatever, just rebuild up later. They, they're just missing a couple pieces on offense, most likely. And after that, I mean, they, they get back into it. Because the Miami defense is pretty solid. It's that offense that kind of stalls at a certain drives and Tua not being as consistent as you want to be going into his second year. Nevertheless, he he coached a team which seemed lost, absolutely lost the midseason, and built them back up to that winning – to like a winning season. And just because he makes the playoffs, I don't think that's really reason for him to get fired. Now, David Coley, you said before – also shouldn't have been fired. Four and thirteen season, I get it, but that's what franchises are going to need when going through rebuilding. You you lost again, as Anthony pointed out, a top ten quarterback when playing, and you know then you just throw in like you're between who is it, 
Tyrod Taylor and I forgot what the backup was at that point. And uh, Davis you're Mills. going through them. Yeah. yeah, it was David Mills or Davis Mills. Yeah. And <clears throat> you're going through that. And it's just like, it's impossible to coach in that situation. But the fact that he's, he's gotten to four wins instead of going 0 and 16, which are or 0 and 17, which a lot of people predicted him going this year, they actually looked like really competent at some points in their games. And I thought that there was flashes that could build off for the next season and for him to have, first of all, like three year contracts to then, then, or four year to then just get dumped off the side of the road per season. It just shows how dysfunctional not only the Texans, but also the Dolphins organizations are becoming with these moves that they're making. It's kind of weird how they're playing it all out. Yeah. Uh, we'll go to my, my favorite uh, firing. Giants <laughs> fired <laughs> Dave Gettleman <laughs> and Joe. I swear to God, I saw Dave Gettleman get out of a car uh, in a Starbucks parking lot to get a haircut today. <laughs> It was, but it's Gettleman was fired, was he? The the typical Giants way is they force you to just retire. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> to, for some reason, have respect for everybody that fucked your franchise over. That being said, um, Gettleman has been absolutely atrocious. Probably the worst one of the like. I don't know. I don't understand what he did to earn the chance to be a GM anywhere, let alone with New York. I mean, the one thing you could say is he drafted Cam Newton, but why would, who wouldn't draft, you know, arguably the best college athlete anybody's ever seen with the first overall pick, you know, Cam Newton brought that team to the Super Bowl, not Dave Gettleman because Cam Newton was literally God for many seasons, (laughs) many seasons. Um, as far as Judge, that dude just – the second half of the season, I think you really saw the downfall of him. I think he even just kind of had a feeling that he was gone, which is why you sneak on a third and nine. I about to say that was my favorite play of the entire season of the Giants. <laughs> yeah, and then you give an 11-minute presser saying you're not some clown show, which you are a clown show. And I, I would and, say I don't think Jason Garrett would, would have called that. Just, just saying. <laughs> For I, you know, I'll agree with you on that. I, I don't think he would have. He, he would have still clapped. He would have still yeah. clapped, but he wouldn't have called it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure, like, as they're all running off the field, like, everybody's giving high fives. I'm like, what are you high fiving? So you, you ran a sneak on your own four on a third nine to get to have room to punt. What, what do you gain with those two yards? You're still punting from your own freaking end zone. I just that's just like a quarter of just like uh, I said we can't do anything. At least run the football yeah. with somebody. Don't even just sneak it. Just and run like you know, <laughs> like they they've missed the playoffs for five straight years. Um, judges ten and twenty three years, only two seasons. I just I'm really hoping for. There were two guys from the Bills that I wanted. I think Brian Dable was. I, I wanted him for coach and uh, showing for for GM. I think they. I think they. Oh, Brian Dable. Yeah, he's really good. Yeah. I think they interviewed Schoen today or yesterday. Uh, they had like seven or nine people on their list. So I, I, I'm i really looking forward to what it's going to put together. And I know it's going to take time too because it doesn't happen overnight. But, I mean, like for Dable's case, you know, he, he brought Josh Allen from that maybe misfire rookie to a surefire Super Bowl contender quarterback in literally a season. So – that I'm really looking forward to with the organization. I'm just glad that it's finally over. <laughs> yeah. And one thing I, I don't remember if you said this, but it's the first time in like how many years since they're going outside of their team. Oh yeah. Since like 1979 or something like that. Like, yeah. So the fact that they're going to get fresh blood and get a new outlook and, you know, which they should <laughs> for, for a while. It was, it was crazy. Cause when like, when they, when Gettleman retired, and like they were like, oh, judge's job is safe. I'm like, that's what I was gonna say. I was gonna like, say it doesn't make any sense. So you're gonna bring in a new GM who's not gonna want that coach. So you're gonna make it's like it's like shaking the hand of the guy you know is gonna fire you. You know what I mean? And then 100%. you know now now it's you know the one question not aside from who like the question is aside from who they're gonna bring in as a coach and GM, but like what's the move for Jones? What's the move for Barkley? Like what like, how are mm-hmm. they gonna revamp this team? Um I was texting someone the other day and I said, I said that Jones, like, like they're making the argument that Jones is good 
I was countering that argument. I think I think Jones can be a really good backup for a team and maybe turn into almost like a Garoppolo type, even though I think I think they're I think he could be better than Garoppolo. I don't see a lot in Garoppolo to begin with. Um, but I don't I don't see him as a starting quarterback, like leading a franchise. Yeah, I see him kind of go into that Gardner Minshew role where he's definitely gonna be a good enough backup that if your <clears throat> team is a Super Bowl caliber team, like how you saw Colt McCoy when Kyler was down, they didn't skip a beat. Yeah. You know, it's one of those that he's not gonna tank your team, but he's not gonna be your leader. Yeah. And then and who knows, like give him give him time to develop under a coach that like Dable, who brought Josh Allen to where he is now. Like, give give someone time to develop like that instead of giving them like three different playbooks in three years, like they did with Haskins. You yeah. know, and I think that the comparison between Jones and Allen isn't far off. They're both guys that can run. You know, yeah. they both have good arms. They were both turnover prone. Yeah, you know, I think Jones more than Allen was, but yeah, um, you know, see see what he could do that. Um, my only question is, what do you, out of all these job openings, which one would you want to take over? Like, what what job do you think is the most appealing out there? If I'm being honest, the the Raiders have a more complete team. Um, but the only thing is that I think they're going to be pretty late to the head coach party because they made the playoffs. So like, like it wouldn't surprise me within the next like week or so you see, you know, you see Zimmer's, uh, you know, go somewhere. You see Nagy go somewhere. You see the Foles go, go somewhere. Like even I think Dan Quinn is, 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 is available to like, yeah. Dan yeah. Quinn and Dan Quinn Morgan is being interviewed interviews. by the, uh, yeah. Yeah. They're being interviewed by the Jags right now. The Jack, the Jags interview, I think Peterson, Bowles, um, uh, fucking Kellen Moore. I think they're planning on, on to on interviewing uh Bill O'Brien also. Yeah, there's, yeah. There's a- yeah. <laughs> but like, but like, the, you know, I think on paper, I think the Raiders are probably going to be the easiest choice because they're all like they're already in the playoffs. They have a good team. It's just they got to get it together in the first half games and keep that momentum into the second half because they are a second half team, which which sucks. The Vikings, I think, I don't think would be too bad of a team, but you have to manage uh, cousin salary. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. when is when is, this, when is when is when is his uh, years forty five mil and twenty two? So that's his last year. So this is his last year, right? Or no? How many years did you know, he sign for the contract? Was it four years or five years? No, this might this might be his. Like, it's either this year. No, I think it's, I think this is his last his last season there. Yeah. For me, it's the Dolphins' job. I think you have a defense, yeah. the defense that can win a championship. I think you have the draft capital. I mean, they gave up their pick to Philly this year, but you know you have other draft capital yeah. where you can, if you wanted to, and especially with two on his rookie deal, you can go and get a Russell Wilson if he's available, and Aaron Rodgers if he's available. I think they're still trying to trade for Watson. Yeah, you know, if I they think get, even that was another. You thing. get Deshaun Watson, and you use the rest of your draft to help build the – I mean, the wide receivers that are there, Devontae Parker, Waddle is showing that he can play. Yeah. Uh, Gasecki is good. Um, Gaskins is Gaskin's been okay, yeah. You know, they have enough pieces on offense that they can – that they can hold it together until that – you know, you saw the defense the second half of the year just go nuts. Yeah. yeah. I don't – I don't – I don't. I think even the Bears might be even – like I wouldn't put them like near. I think I'd put them as like a mid-level, you know. Yeah, that offense is a mess. I mean, you have David it, it Montgomery, and you're not you're not going to have Robinson, so you're just it, it's it's, it's going to be Darnell mess. Mooney and Montgomery. That's all you're going to have. But I give I give Nagy some credit because in four seasons he was above 500 in the four seasons, and he made the playoffs with Trubisky two out of three years. Um. You know, he and the GM traded to get Fields, but then they started Dalton, which I think was a big mistake. And I think Fields is – I've said it too many times, but he's – I think he's 
he could be arguably that one of the a top two quarterback in the in in his draft. Yeah, but, I mean, I I think coming out, I mean, Trevor Lawrence towards the end started to put it together. Zach Wilson's looked good, but I think yeah, Fields. I think if he can get his reads down and all that, I think he could definitely be one of the best in that draft class. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. If, if if the Honestly, Vikings had a if the Vikings had a better defense, I think they'd be those real uh, top tier destination. Yeah, like I understand for like the Bears to not try to rush, you know, the development of Justin Fields and like just throw him the fire. But at some point, man, like if you're already at the losing season, like what else do you have to lose, right? If you're already not gonna make the playoffs, at least give your guy some starting grabs, have him, you know, go sling the ball and see see what he can make of himself, honestly, and then build up momentum to see how he can work on through the rest of 2022 going into it. Now. The problem is now they have limited tape to help him work off of, which could be good for them when you go into defensives if he can get up around it. But for right now, I mean, like, it's just looking like they almost kind of stunted his growth, but I'm hoping for the best for Justin Fields as long as he can, like, you know, as long as you get comparable or competent, my bad, uh, coaching staff to go hand-in-hand with him and, you know, kind of help him take the big step he needs to take for sophomore year because that sophomore year is going to come up real fast on him. And if that's the case, I mean, if he's going to have another – if he has starts to slump in this year, they, people might be thinking, well, he's a second-year quarterback. You know, he should probably be making things together. So, I think they he has some weapons around him, again, only Darnell Mooney, Mooney and Montgomery there. You get another great piece in this draft or off of free agency because I know – I think Devontae Adams is getting off in free agency um, and some other key receivers. You get some of those guys. I mean, I think Justin Fields could have a great, great time in that Bears team. Adams is going wherever Rogers goes. Yeah, I I think I think that too. But I, th- I but like I I think it's funny that none of us said Denver <laughs> as like a an ideal coaching position. No, not at all. But I think Denver could use Brian Flores. I think that for sure. I think they could use someone like him. I think that's who they should go after, in my opinion. Um, there's no one really else out there. I mean, maybe Todd Bowles. Yeah, I, I think they're one of the teams that's that's a that's quarterback away too. They um, haven't had a quarterback since Peyton Manning. No. And this and, this Bridgewater thing hasn't quite worked out. It looked like it may have worked out in the beginning, but they, at all. Yeah. They showed, up, loves they showed up in Dallas, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's, I don't know why. That's... But uh, no, I, I yeah, the Broncos one's tough because like their defense is good. Which is surprising considering they got rid of Von Miller. Yeah. But they actually, I feel like they got better once Von Miller was gone. Honestly, yeah. For what for whatever reason, um, my my thing was the Giants would be the ideal one if they didn't put themselves in sal- salary cap hell, signing all. Dude, the we have like two. We have like literally two dollars. And you have because you have the two first round, two top ten picks. I'm pretty sure. I yeah, think you have yeah. like, fifth and seven. I think the fifth yeah. and seventh. I think right. Yeah. So you have two top ten picks. You have. I mean, you have to make a decision on Saquon, but you have Galladay, you have you have weapons on that offense. The defense hasn't played half bad. Yeah, the defense isn't bad. Like the beginning of the season, like they weren't they weren't good. Like, the defense was not good at the beginning of the season. I, I'm like, and they they put so much money into it. I think they pulled it together though towards the end. Um, well, I think I, Blake Blake Martinez was a huge part of that. I mean, yeah, he, when he plays, that defense is humming, but. That guy just can't stay on the field. Yeah, yeah, a, a lot of yeah, yeah. That's injury injuries. I feel like since twenty fifteen have plagued us for <laughs> far too long yeah. on both sides on both sides of the ball too. I would I would like to keep Saquon. I think you know, <clears throat> matter of what price. I mean, cause yeah, that and fifth I, year option is going to be yeah. Expensive. And I but I I think he's. I, Saquon doesn't seem like the kind of guy that's just after money, you know. Uh, I I feel like he would he would understand the situation. Like, I just tore my ACL and I had an ankle injury the year the season a season after that. So yeah. he's I think I think he I think he he seems like the kind of guy that would understand that he's not going to get, you know, this huge deal like he would have if he didn't get hurt. The the problem I would like is, to I hold mean- on to him. Mm-hmm. From my watching them, like I'd be like, "Oh, cool! 
that was a great run. And it turns out to be Devontae Booker every single time. Yeah, fuck that. Fucking Christ. But like, I like, <laughs> I, but I like having the both of them. Yeah. Like if, if, if it turns into a, a Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt kind of deal, I'm fine with that because Saquon can still get his money playing a Nick Chubb role. He, he'll still be the primary bag. And then when you just need him to take a break for a couple drives, throw Devontae Booker in. I think, I think that'll be good. I just, I, I want to hold on to Tony. I'm mad it took them four weeks to figure out that, hey, we actually drafted this guy. We should probably play him a little bit. Yeah. And then, yeah, I mean, he goes off against Dallas, like 180 yards and a punch. Yeah. And Galladay, I think, is <laughs> Galladay is just like a big contract for no production this first year. There, There's four uh, – there's at least uh, like three or four uh, – which McCall got it. <laughs> easy for me to say there is, there are so many guys. I don't think God even caught a touchdown pass this year. Right. No. Cause they're oh, really for, Oh my God. I, I saw, I saw this. That I was like, there was like, I forget what the number was like 17 rookies or whatever caught more touchdown passes than Kenny Galladay. Kenny Galladay. Did. Yeah. And I'm, you know, like, I, I like I like Shepard, but I feel like at this point his only purpose with the organization is to keep the medical staff employed because that dude is on the sidelines in the ten more than anybody, like with concussions or leg contusions, now in Achilles. Like like and like he's not he's not a bad receiver when he's on the field. Like he can he can run around, but now with his Achilles, he's not gonna be able to break anything. I mean, it's well, maybe it's his just, leg, but yeah, so it's literally just gonna be <laughs> A Tony and Galladay show if Galladay decides to show up. Yeah, I mean, the thing with that is you can find wide receivers in the yeah. draft. Yeah, every year. I mean, Antonio Brown was a six round pick. So yeah, even in the second round, as I said, like Justin Jefferson, I'm pretty sure was third. I mean, the Jets got a nice uh, receiver in Elijah Moore this year, and he was a second rounder, or maybe yeah, he was a second rounder too. But yeah, I mean. Wide receivers are not like a super like you must get them in the first round type of thing. And the same thing with kind of like running backs because running Justin backs Jefferson they take a lot of the hit. Was he? Oh yeah, yeah I never know. But I just someone else. Chase Claypool I think was later on. As I meant to say. Yeah. But um. A- yeah. That that. <laughs> no, but you, you know it's not like you know, it's like a quarterback where you were in the third round. You know, like you kind of like get him for like a backup role or maybe like maybe a chance to start him like with like Dak. I mean, Dak was pretty lucky. What, he was a fourth rounder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, it's very rare, but like all those talented things, like you can see great talent within that, you know, third, fourth round, especially with running backs. I mean, look at the running backs like now. I mean, a lot of them were drafted in the second round um, that you see out here. And even like, but then you have someone like Saquon, who's a second overall pick and now can't stay on the field too much. And even though he had a great, great rookie season and a nice sophomore season, but he's just been injured after injured. And that's kind of like the risk you have with running back, especially in the first round. They take most of the damage anyway. So, I mean, get them in the third round, they'll waste, you know, I wouldn't say waste, but don't go out of your way just to get one in the first. All right. So let's, let's move on. Let's, let's start talking about these playoff matchups. Um, they start Saturday. Yay. Our first game of the week is going to be the Jeez, Bengals uh, versus the Raiders <clears throat> on Saturday. Oopsies. What are your thoughts on the Raiders going to the Bengals? This uh, has potential to be the game of the week if it's not going to be the Rams and Cardinals. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm going to absolutely like watch this game for sure as much as I can while I'm working, but um, no, but for sure. I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be a real nail biter, especially towards the end for both sides of the team, because as you said, Raiders don't come alive typically to the second half and usually, but the Bengals are just on fire always, but man, uh, you have Joe Burrow on one side who's slinging it really, really well. And you have Derek Carr is able to make plays in tight situations. I mean, him Hunter Renfro have this chemistry that's almost unbreakable at this point. So I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be hey, a great at, game, honestly. Bengals won the first matchup by a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, look what the Bengals did to the Chiefs. Yeah, I I think it's gonna come down to if the Raiders can stop Joe Mixon. Oh yeah, you because... think they can contain Chase? 
I mean, that's the problem is, is you have, what they do is they have so many weapons that you can literally, you can't really stack the box for Joe Mixon because you have to worry about Chase. You have Higgins, you know, you have uh, Tyler Boyd and then, you know, Uzama has been, been good all year. So it's like kind of that who, who you, who you going to cover. If you stack the box, Chase is going to go over the top, you know, and Burrow's shown the past two weeks. The whole reason I lost my fantasy championship is because he's just gone nuclear. Yeah. 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 That, that, that Chiefs game, I think was, that was the best game of his career so far. <laughs> yeah. I mean, going, it was what 30 for 39 with like almost 450 and four touchdowns. The yeah. week before, we had a 500-yard passing game, too. Yeah. <laughs> just like... And then, like, Jamar Chase just goes off for three touchdowns and almost 300. That, like, that's just – and against the Chiefs, too. Like, that, and that's just – the fact that they were able to keep up because they were so – I think they were just so wishy-washy at the beginning of the season. Yeah, I, mean, I didn't the, see this coming. The, the Chiefs' defense has been susceptible to big <clears> plays <throat> forever. Yeah. The thing, um, and the, the thing with the Raiders, they just have to – they have to just – Hang on, the second half, I and mean, they give up like 18 fourth quarter points against the Chargers. Yeah, you know they, that was not know, great. <laughs> yeah, not, that was not ideal. And then they, yeah. yeah, then they won the game. Whatever. So who who are you guys picking <laughs> to win this game? I have the Bengals winning this one. My my gut is telling me the Raiders, but my gambling brain says the Bengals. <laughs> I think I'm gonna go Bengals as well. Yeah. I just yeah. I don't I don't know if the Raiders offense is gonna be able to keep up. They yeah. looked I mean even they put up a bunch of points, but against the Chargers, you know, Waller didn't look the same as he usually does. Yeah. Can they get can they get the running game going? Because the Bengals defense is good. They're not mm-hmm. world beaters. Well, yeah, well, they're good. Yeah, they'll 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 they'll, they'll crack a top fifteen somewhere. One thing I will say though that Max Crosby on the other side of that, you know, on that on that Raiders defense, and he, he leads the league or led the league this year in most QB pressures in a season, or yeah, for the season. So I mean, he's gonna be a big factor, and I think that defense needs to like you really have to have that front four, you know, really start to like get pressure on the quarterback because you start blitzing, then you're gonna get exposed easily with Joe Burrow's pocket presence and ability to make plays out of thin air. I mean, it's amazing what he does. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, probably going to be the only AFC game, I, like playoff game I watched in <laughs> this wild card. I, no, I I think all the AFC games are good. I mean, besides the Chiefs Steelers one, but the next one on Saturday night, New England versus the Bills. This is another one I'm interested in seeing. They this is split, in Buffalo, right? Split the season series. Yep, it'll be in Buffalo. I, I think we're going to see another Mac Jones three pass attempt performance. Uh, <laughs> if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Uh, but I'm uh, I think this is where the third time they're playing each other in like seven weeks. Yeah, six or seven weeks. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I I, I think the I don't think it's gonna be a Bills blowout, but I think the Bills are gonna because they're playing at home. The weather's gonna be shit, so they're already used to it. Even though the Patriots are. Same kind of weather conditions, but still, this is also Mac Jones's first time in the playoffs. This is a different atmosphere for him. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I feel like counting out Bill Belichick in the playoffs is always a problem, but <sighs> yeah. I think I'm going to go Patriots. Yeah, I think this is hard. I think the defense will show up, and Mac Jones will do just enough not to ruin it. <laughs> He'll, he'll he'll be the the Brady of this playoff. I'm about to say he'll, he'll like Easy. dump it off two yard pass and end up going for like 50 yards for a screen. But um, you know I I'll have the Bills for this one. I, I hate I hate these two teams, kind of. Um, but I mean hey I got I got to pick the Bills in this one, only because I have more trust in their defense. And then I mean they're the number one passing defense in the league. They're number one overall defense in the league. I mean and Mac Jones. I, I'm not sure. If he's been on or like hot or not, I haven't really been watching him. But first, 
point there was a time when Mac Jones looked a little iffy, but if they can knock him off balance again, like make him like try to throw more than like a yard, then uh, I think that they can they can really get after him, and uh, I think the Bills can get this one, especially with Josh Allen's Diggs uh, connection they have. It's going to be lethal for any team that comes on. All right, Sunday, 1 o'clock, we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers hosting the Philadelphia Eagles. Tampa, Tampa won the earlier matchup this year. What do you guys think? How did Philly, At Tampa. How did Philly manage to do this? Uh, couldn't they beat the you. Jets. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, mean I, I, I like Jalen Hurts, but I, I, this is Tom Brady in the playoffs. Yeah, uh, you know, you know Ben. I think <laughs> like like when Roethlisberger was just saying like like we we don't we shouldn't be here. Like we have no shot. We suck. Like this is <laughs> this is also Philly. <laughs> but my only thing about about this game is that Philly during the second half started to really run the ball well. Like even last week they got blown out, but they were able to run the football against Dallas. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Tampa Bay is the number one run defense but the Eagles are the number one rushing offense. So if the Eagles can run the football, you know, we saw this Buccaneers team lose yeah, to they, Washington. They, they've had some really bad games, and they were getting destroyed by the Jets. Yeah. And yeah. so, I mean, if the Eagles can run the football and keep Tom off the field and they can score touchdowns and not field goals, and I think their defense, their defensive line is definitely good enough to get some pressure. Mm-hmm. Um. So I, I don't think they're going to win, but the, the script is there that they could. Um, If Tampa can't control Hurts, you know, it. I still have Tampa winning this by like 10. Yeah, I think that's what the uh, the line opened up at. I think it's over at nine and a half. But yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I. My only other thing is the injuries. You know, no Godwin. They just lost Antonio Brown. You know, yeah. What, what's that a, offense going to look like? Um, yeah. Well, don't forget about you know playoff Leonard Fournette is also unstoppable. Yeah. Very true. But you have Fletcher Cox. Um, you have Darius Ooh. Slay to go uh, to go up again with Mike Evans. Evans. So you know there, there's there's a slimmer of hope but yeah <laughs> not much but there's a slimmer yeah Pennsylvania so, is this too you know <laughs> too crappy playoff games. favorable playoff games um so Sunday afternoon the Dallas Cowboys host the San Francisco 49ers um, oh, what weird. are your thoughts on this one I also don't know how the Niners made the playoffs either Finished ten and seven. Do they really? I yeah. They're the team I just don't give a damn about. I, I don't follow them. Honestly, me too. If it wasn't for you know my brother constantly talking about them and him screaming in his room every single time, Jimmy Garoppolo made a play. Um, you know, it's it's kind of like a weird team because I counted them out against the Rams, and yet they're like the Probably Rams the game, can't beat the Forty the Niners. <laughs> yeah, the Rams can't beat the Forty Niners for some reason. Um, and so, but with the Rams going against Dallas, I, I mean, at the Rams, when the Niners going against Dallas, man, I, I have Dallas winning strictly based on that defense and able to destroy Jimmy Garoppolo. Garoppolo, even against the Rams, threw two interceptions and only one touchdown, or maybe two touchdowns. But with Michael Parsons on that defense and the corners that the guys have, it's, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be a slaughter for, I think, the 49ers. I think. Cowboys, I can get this one. The only thing I will say is that the defense for four hours isn't anything to mess with either. So I mean, it can, it can go either way. Anthony, I think Dallas kind of has to. They have to milk clock and take their time each drive because then because they'll score no matter what, and then you're just taking time off the clock. And I, you know, I don't think Garoppolo or Lance, especially Lance, because they don't play him much really do they no but um i don't think grapple has much in him to really stage like a second half or fourth quarter comeback 
the thing with Dallas is they, they go by tempo. They they up the tempo. They're the fat they're the team that runs the plays the fastest. Yeah. Um so that's that's kind of their game is to go to go fast and tire you out and then just start running it at the end. That's yeah their strategy. I think, I think who was was it Gallup that just went out? Yeah, he tore his ACL. Yeah, so they're gonna have to rely heavy on C. Cedric Wilson. Yeah, and so yeah. Although he had a good Weapons, game though. Weapons Cooper. He he's a Coop Cooper's fine. Yeah, he's good. Um him and CD are fine. Cedric Wilson, I think, is a good is a good number three. Yeah. Um yeah, he, I think he's like he can get it open. I think obviously Michael Gallup's a much better wide receiver than him, mm-hmm. but I think Wilson is definitely he he can he can play. He's made a lot of big plays. Dak trusts him. Yeah. Honestly, my my concern from the the Cowboys side as as a Cowboys fan is, you know, I've watched this team for years, and when it comes to stopping the run, they they just for whatever reason can't. And my only concern is Kyle Shanahan's run offense. That West Coast style. Yeah. I think them they're just gonna run it down their throats. And, um, you know, if they can't stop the run, which leads to the play action. And, you know, that's my only concern. Think, but I, I really don't think that Garoppolo can can keep up if the Cowboys uh, can put up points. Yeah. Do, do you worry if, uh, if Shanahan does pound the ball early on that they can jump out to like a 10-point lead and then do you think that they can hold on to that? See. It's it's tough because like I I look at this San Francisco offense and I don't see how they score touchdowns. Yeah. But but I don't Neither do I. But I don't I don't it's just That's very true. It's just me being a Cowboys fan that for for whatever reason I I know Debo Samuel is gonna go off. I know that Kittle's gonna get involved finally. And it just seems like they're just gonna put it together and maybe it's just me being a Cowboys fan, knowing that it's all going to go wrong. But, um, you know, I want that's my concern for this game is that San Francisco is going to be able to run the football early, set the pace. Um, you know, I have to hope, and I hope Dallas, they're the most penalized team in the league. So I, if they don't shoot themselves in the foot, I think they can move the ball easily. Um, I don't know how Dallas is going to run the football. I was gonna say, uh, what do you think? What do you think the plan is with Zeke for this game? Feed Zeke. I, I think they're gonna they're gonna try to feed Zeke, but San Francisco's offensive line, uh, defensive line is disgusting. Defensive line. Yeah, their defensive line. And Nick Bosa. <laughs> I mean, you saw you saw how quickly they they abandoned the uh the run week one. Dallas did. Well, yeah, but I mean, Tamp as good as San Francisco as Tampa as a whole. Yeah. But but that's the thing is, the Dallas Cowboys deep the Dallas Cowboys offense can be anyone in any style. So if they have to throw the football, you know, I'm not worried about the guys covering Amari Cooper and, and CD lamb. Yeah. You know, Don, Don, I think the offense will be fine as long as they don't get penalized. And, you know, I feel, I feel like with Dallas, it's, I feel like it's, it's like their game is, it's either one or it's either like when they win, it's either because of the passing game or it's because of the running game. Like, I feel like it's never been like, Oh, oh, they 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 like Zeke had like 96 yards and a touchdown, and like CD and Amari had like 70 yards each with a touchdown, or you know, they like, I think it hasn't been split evenly between both sides. Yeah, I think maybe the Washington game on Christmas Day was the closest they got to that. I mean, they yeah. scored in all three phases. Um, I think special teams, and like I said, I think just whether Dallas can stop the run because mm. San Francisco is probably one of the best running teams. And Kyle Shanahan's offense is just like any running back they put back there can rush yeah. for a hundred yards. So especially with Elijah Mitchell going off as he has, you know, I I'm not, not as worried. I, you know, I'll have Micah Parsons back. Trayvon Diggs can, can cover. Like I, I'm this defense is a lot different than the, the defenses I'm used to watching. So like, mm-hmm. I think they can get takeaways. I think they can confuse Garoppolo, and you know it, it'll be interesting to see what Dan Quinn does. Your your defense now is also like civilized humans. Yeah, 
I think this is the first year. I think only one of them got suspended for one game, <laughs> which I think is a record. And not arrested. Usually, <laughs> usually they're arrested. Who got arrested? Suspended for the first eight games. There's a little guy named Greg Hardy. No big deal. <laughs> yeah, Greg, Greg Hardy. Finally, you know, weeds all right. So Gregory's been able to play all year. Um, <laughs> you know, which I think is huge. I think to have, you know, Gregory and Lawrence Italy on the ends and, <laughs> you know, it's like I said, this, this defense has been playing very well. And I, I think the Cowboys do win. Like I said, my, my concern is just them stopping the run. I think, I think Dallas can go honestly pretty deep into this play into the playoffs. So. Yeah. I, I think, you know, I think they can go into Tampa Bay. I definitely think they can go into Green Bay. Um, I don't yeah, think yeah, Green... they, they they play the winner of of the Tampa game, right? Which is going to be Tampa. So they'll play Tampa. Well, unless the Eagles win. If the Eagles win, then they'll play the Rams or the Cardinals. No. No, no, because the, the Packers have because Packers are first round. Buys, Packers so will play the, the lowest winner. seed, so. The, the, the Packers will play the winner of Rams-Cardinals. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah. Well, unless the 49ers or the Eagles win. Because they play lowest seed. Yeah. Okay. So, if the sixth seed gets it, you know. But if, if the Bucks and Cowboys win, then, yeah, they play the winner of the. I wouldn't mind seeing a, a, a Dallas-Green Bay NFC Mike McCarthy going back to Lambeau to beat Aaron yeah. Rodgers. Oh, I love it. But, you know, Rodgers will say, I own you too. And then to, to the Cowboys, like he does every postseason. Yeah. And then he'll, and then he'll, 24, 20, 2014, 2016. Yeah. No. Yeah. And then, then he'll tell that 2016 game, man. I was like, something. He'll, that, that and then Rodgers will, he'll, he'll, him and Devontae will take a pay cut and then come play for the Giants. So I know yeah. I'm still convinced. Yeah. 20, I'm still convinced in 2016 if they put Tony Romo in instead of Dak, they would have won the Super Bowl. But that's just me. Yeah, you love Tony. So. I do love Tony. I love both of them. I'll be honest with you. All right. So moving on. Sunday night, we have the matchup of all matchups: the Kansas City Chiefs hosting Big Ben and the Steelers. Anthony's must-watch game of the week. I hate, I hate it. This is gonna be the last playoff game for Big Ben. It's gonna be the last game he plays in his career. Um, I will say this. I will. I will backtrack to last week. I I was a little salty that Nigel Harris decided to score. Uh, with like what was it, thirty something seconds left of the game? Yeah. Because I felt like, uh, they wouldn't. Like Ben wouldn't get the send off that Pittsburgh says he deserves. No, so I didn't say he, uh, <laughs> that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, but I I will say that I'm glad that he was able to kneel out the clock at the end. So yeah. we'll let this be the record on January sixteenth, thirteenth, twenty twenty two at eleven oh six p.m. I said something nice about Ben Roethlisberger. Duly noted. Uh, yeah, I think I don't really think there's much to go over. I think Kansas City destroys them. Yeah, I I I I wrote stuff down for this. I the first thing I wrote for this game are the Steelers are not good. Yeah. The second team was. <laughs> oh my god. Second thing. Second thing was last playoff game for Ben. <laughs> Woohoo! And then the the last thing was Chiefs from nine and one their last ten winning seven in a row. <laughs> yeah. After a season that looked like a wash from the start, like Mahomes looked awful. Like he, he'll, they he'll still up, don't look great, but yeah, like he'll he'll put up four hundred yards and then throw like five picks for no reason. Yeah, he'll do like he'll he'll do put up four hundred five touchdowns five picks. It's like Jameis Winston back in twenty when we went thirty for thirty. Like yeah, four thousand yards, but here's thirty yeah. interceptions. We'll just yeah. go see five yard dump offs from Big Ben for sixty minutes. Yeah, and then he'll like, and then like every other pass, he'll just like trip over his two feet. They, they about say, like, oh, when I get like sacked, gonna get, he's gonna embrace it. It sounds like they're gonna get Juju back for this game, which will be good. But I don't know. Yeah, we'll 
I guess. You also have TJ Watt though, which is which you know almost broke the sack record uh, this year for that yeah. uh, defensive Steelers. I mean, that the Steelers defense, like, I, I like it. I like the Steelers defense. I do not like their offense. I think their offense has been lackluster since. You the know, defense they have is a, good, but like the Chiefs' offense is like when it clicks, this is you can't. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we'll see what Chiefs team shows up, and we'll yes, see what yeah. Steelers Steelers defense shows up. You know, it, it's going to come down to if the Steelers can – you're going to have to keep them under 20 oh, points. Yeah, yeah, which the Chiefs can do in the first quarter. Yeah, and probably will. <laughs> All right, moving on. The first Monday night wild card game. I still don't get why they're doing a Monday night wild card game. It yeah. sounds counterproductive. But it's probably going to be the best game of the week. It's going to be the Los Angeles Rams hosting the Arizona Cardinals. Um, I also think it's like the third time that they've met, you know, in the last eight, nine weeks or so, but, uh, they, they split Arizona destroyed them. And then the Rams paid it back to Arizona. (laughs) Who do you guys have, uh, winning this one? I'll ask my Google phone what they say. Heads or tails heads. It's Rams tails. It's uh, Arizona. So you guys talk. I'll give it a minute. Um, I think the Rams take it, even though they haven't really been playing. Like Stafford didn't look great last week. Um, I I think that uh, I I think I think the Rams can can hang this one on because the Cardinal uh, the Cardinals have looked even worse. Uh, they, they 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 were they were two and four since their bye. Uh, I I don't. The, I, Here's what I will say. I think the Cardinals are going to win this one, and it's strictly because, from what it sounds like, they're going to have Hopkins back. There, there's a chance. There's an outside chance they have TJ, uh, not TJ Watt, JJ Watt. You know, so they're they're going to get healthier. They're getting all their guys back. You know, they they rested a lot of them. They're going to have James Conner back. They're going to have you know all their weapons. And yeah. it's just gonna matter what Cardinals defense shows up because the the uh, the team goes how their defense goes because if their defense doesn't show up, it's like their whole team doesn't show up. Yeah, I think yeah. I think for the Rams, uh, team. Acres is gonna Acres is playing right. Yeah, he played last week. Yeah, so that's gonna be you know a different flow. Um, but I think they're going to have to defeat, they have to, you have to feed Cooper cup, but also Higby and Van Jefferson too, but also Odell because Odell in like eight games has five touchdowns. Like Odell looks fantastic since joining this team. And he looks happy to play football again. And I think, I think when you evenly space out the ball between those four guys, I think that, puts the defense in a blender and they don't know who to cover, who to cover, who to cover. Yeah. But my concern with Los Angeles is Matthew Stafford. Is he going to be the guy who they brought him to be, or is he going to be the guy that keeps turning, you know, getting two, three interceptions a game? You know, if he keeps turning the ball over, there's, there's only so much that they can do. Yeah. I think, I I think he, he's hit a bit of a wall, but now he's, like he's finally in the playoffs, you know. He can like realize. He, like, 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 I think he knows that he needs this. Like, he yeah. needs to win this game. Yeah. For his own sake. Well, yeah. I mean, you look at this this team. They they have no first round picks until what, like 2025, 2026? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, they, they really they, they put all their eggs in a basket. And if they are out first round, like, is is McVeigh going to be on the hot seat? Or, you know, I mean, you can only do so so much. Yeah, yeah. You know, you have no, this all this. Is gonna be, this is going to be the best game of the week, I think. Yeah, um, for sure. And I think that uh, I, I actually was looking at this. I mean, like, I like how the offense has been working underneath Matt Stafford. But as you said before, I can get to, like, the Detroit Lions Matt Stafford where he can throw a bunch of yards but also throw interceptions. Or is he going to be slinging to Cooper Cup and, you know, break an all-time playoff record of, like, five touchdowns on one game or whatever it is for one person. But one thing you got to say is that 
when this offense kind of like the Chiefs, where if they're clicking, they they're not going to stop. They 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 don't stop. You don't have anything to prove. Like I mean, you don't have anything on the other side to stop them with. And our defense is starting to take note of as well. I mean, you have Ramsey and Donald, and now you have Von Miller again added to the season. This is going to be one team that I think the Cardinals, who've been struggling, as you said, have been faulting a little bit on their airplane when everyone thought they were the team to beat, didn't even win their division. You know, it's going to be hard for them to, you know, beat this Rams team, I believe. But I don't think it's impossible. I wouldn't necessarily say it's impossible. I think it's going to be a lot harder, though. But you got to contain Kyler. You got to, you know, see if you can get Hopkins and Ramsey, see if Ramsey wins that matchup. Or Hopkins, you know, do his thing. If Hopkins plays, I'm not sure if he is. Um, He he will. He's back. He will play? Okay, Mm -hmm. yeah. So, on the bright side, I mean, Kyler getting his weapons back or his elite weapon back. And then you also got, you know, just play fundamental football on both sides of the team. Uh, but I, I do have the Rams actually winning this one. I think that they're – I think Matt Stafford's going to settle in. Now he's, you know he's inside the playoffs, and, you know, he won the division. I think he's going to settle in, take care of business, and, and see what he can do, especially since, you know, he, he he's a really good quarterback when he needs to be. But there's been these times in a season, man, where I'm just looking him up, and like three interceptions, really, like, what happened? You know, beginning of the season, he was on fire. Same with Kyler. Now they're kind of like, you know. Well, that's the thing. All right. You, they haven't had DeAndre Hopkins for how long? You know, I yeah, don't care true. what anyone says. DeAndre Hopkins is better than Devontae Adams. He's the best. He's the best wide receiver in the league. If you're taking that guy away, that they have to double cover. Now you have him. You have AJ Green, who has been playing better of late. You have Christian Kirk, Zach Ertz, and like this Arizona team is not the team that we've seen the last couple of weeks. They're probably going to be closer to the team that started. 9 and 0, 10 and 0. And like I said, if their defense shows up, I I don't I don't see how the Rams can The Rams were up 17 nothing to the 49ers. You know, their offense was rolling and then second half fell off a cliff. So what what Rams team are we getting? You know, Matt Stafford hasn't had the greatest of history in the playoffs either. So is what Matt Stafford are you going to get? I don't know. I I have the Cardinals winning. But I think it's it's a divisional game. It can go either way. I think the Rams are the more talented team, but I just I think the Cardinals are better coached, and I think that they have uh, they have just as many weapons. Mm-hmm. And I think Kyler's just with his feet a difference maker than Stafford is. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, so that'll. Any- any Pro Bowl predictions? Yeah, uh, I have the AFC winning this one. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, my Pro Bowl, my Pro Bowl prediction is that there will be no Dallas Cowboys there because they'll be in the Super Bowl. I and with I, that, we are out. <laughs> I hate, I hate the Pro Bowl. I love the Pro Bowl. It's my second favorite bowl, dude. It is no. I, 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 told, I, told, I told, I told, I told, I told Adam and Kenny like a while back, like before that, the, all the bowl games for college started. I was just like. I mean, the NFL should just have bowl games. Like, like just get rid of the Pro Bowl and have a week of games for any team that didn't make the playoffs. Yeah, I agree. Have, like, have like three or four days with, like, two games per day. Because I, e- I think that evens out. There's, like, what, 14 teams that make the playoffs out of the 32? Yeah. So, and just give them stupid names. They, they, I watched the freaking Mayo Bowl, and the winning the winning coach got Mayo dumped on him, which is absolutely disgusting. <laughs> What I also think that they should do is they should have yeah. the the teams that have the top two teams that have the worst record should play Alabama and whoever else is in the college playoff. No, because that could have been the Giants this year. We lost. So, <laughs> <laughs> but I think like how 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 much cooler would it be if that the college teams were actually going to play an NFL team the week after? That would be hilarious. But like, can you imagine if like Bama played the Jags? And like Trevor Lawrence just lit them up. Oh, I mean, they probably they probably would. But like I I just want to see it to see like yeah. what really the difference is between you know, obviously not everyone that plays for Alabama is going to the NFL, but like I want to see either the Bucks or the Chiefs play against Daniel Jones' Duke team. <laughs> All right. Well, real quick, let's let's dive into the 
we'll do the top 10 of the draft. Um, the first, what is it? 14 teams are in. I'm going to make myself do math. Um, I'm trying to figure out how many. Picks 13 are. minus 14 is. <laughs> no. I mean, 32 minus 14 is. Yeah. So the top 18 picks are, are locked. There you go. The number one overall. Well, we'll go. We'll go from. We'll go from eighteen down. Oh God! <laughs> so this is a dumb draft class. No offense to them, but like this is just. Yeah. It's, yeah, it really luster. isn't anything like so to, like, lackluster. Like it's like probably at least to a draft that we were gonna have. <laughs> the Saints have the eighteenth pick. They went nine and eight. Almost made the postseason if it wasn't for the Eagles. Um, the Chargers are at 17, also finished nine and eight. Should I think the Saints are gonna take out. Jameson Williams. If they if he falls to them, I think that's Maybe. Jameson Williams. Uh the Eagles get the pick from Indianapolis at 16. They also have the 15th pick from Miami. The fact that they have three first round picks is annoying. Oh, um fun. yeah. They're, I mean, we get they still have to make the picks, they suck it drafting but <laughs> so i'm not terribly worried but like i feel like with three picks you gotta they're gonna hit on one um the ravens have the 14th pick eight and nine uh cle- fun fun fact i would have won 1500 dollars if the ravens won the division but <laughs> they did not uh cleveland browns are at 13 at eight nice. and nine the vikings have the 12 pick they went eight and nine the washington football team at seven and ten is at pick 11 and your top 10 the jets take the 10 spot from seattle seattle went seven and ten the broncos went seven and ten have the ninth pick they always i feel like the broncos always pick at like nine ten they picked. They were like thirteen last year. Right? <laughs> yeah. No, no. They, they, they won the Super were, Bowl. Get the they, number two pick or some bullshit they, clause. No, they, they were they were ten last year because they picked Justin Fields. I think with the tenth pick, or they traded. No, they, they traded they up were, with Chicago. Or they, no, they were they were nine last year. I'm pretty sure because the Cowboys had ten, and they picked Sertan right before them because they're. Oh, obviously, I was getting mixed up with the Bears and the Broncos. That was so bad. <laughs> uh, so the Broncos are at nine, seven, and ten. The Falcons finish seven and ten. Nice. And they're at an eight. The Giants are at seven. They got this pick from Chicago, who went six and eleven. Um that's where they got it from. Yeah. The Chicago went six and eleven. The Giants think that's six and eleven. Sorry. No, they were not like that. Okay. <laughs> the Carolina Panthers have the sixth pick, which is crazy because their defense is gross and they're probably gonna get a good defender. At six, go offensive the Giants went four and 13, have the fifth pick. The New York Jets went four and 13, and they have the fourth pick. You finally, the Jets beat the Giants or something. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Houston Texans <laughs> at four and 13. Okay, we beat them two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Houston Texans are four and 13, have pick number three. The Lions have picked number two at three thirteen and one. They threw it away at that with that win over uh, the Packers. Jacksonville will have the number one overall pick at three and fourteen for the second year in a row. Hey Mike, you know <laughs> it's, it's it's okay if uh, if the if the Jets beat the Giants and something because uh, both teams are getting sued by New York. They they are. They- that's very true. So, I don't think it's actually so when, out at all. So when, wait, what are they getting sued for? For I, for having for, for New, having New York in their name, even though they're in New and Jersey, playing in Jersey, which is funny because now, like that was an initial when the Giants were winning Super Bowls. Yeah, they've yeah, only been true. they've only been teams, you know, yeah. since the sixties. But it's gonna be funny when like the Jets have to relocate because they suck. Because the Giants are gonna stay where they are. So who really won that one? They're not gonna no, no this lawsuit's not even gonna work out well. It's gonna be like no Judge Hammer. I don't know, <laughs> man. Gall- gavel. We'll see this one. We'll, <laughs> we'll see this one go to Judge Judy. <laughs> All right. All right. So that's gonna end it for uh this episode. We will we're gonna 
try to get back to doing this every week. Um, we'll see what the playoff matchups are for next week. We'll see what happened this week. We'll go over all of it and we'll see if uh, any more job openings become available. Honestly, you know what I think we I should do? Apply. I think we should, we should, yeah, we should all send our resumes. We should <laughs> all send our resumes for jobs that we are not. I beat the Patriots on all Madden mode and Madden, and we're good. <laughs> so, actually, speaking of Madden, I, I made a, a quarterback and I was on the Cowboys and I made it so I wasn't a starter. So I sat behind Dak for two years, demanded my release, went to the 49ers. And this year, it was like week seven, I was playing the Rams. And they had the same team that they have now because they have no draft picks. And they were 0-6. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. I think they only won one or two games. I made a player, went undrafted, and then got kicked off the team by week six, even though we were three and three. So I lost to the Bills 47 to 17. <laughs> and they're like, Sounds- no, we can't. And I, and I was Sounds forced to retire right. after that. <laughs> <laughs> but now in this league, you know, I'm doing all right. I average like five touchdowns and five interceptions of the game. So hey, <laughs> we're sitting at a nice seven and three. <laughs> all right. Good night. Adios.